Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are going to honor the fallen tonight. We have a gigantic announcement to make tonight and a little bit of breaking news, a little bit of journalism on this show. This GOP amnesty deal, we found out who's behind it. All that's coming up on I'm Right. All right, we have to do something that's difficult. We do it a lot on the show, but sadly, it happens a lot. We have to honor the fallen. As you know, as you've probably heard by now, we have three U.S. service members killed in Jordan. It was up near the Syrian border, all the details of it. Look, it's muddy right now, and it's going to be muddy. I'm sure there are a lot of reasons behind this, but look, Let's keep in mind, this is not politics. Those are people. Those are husbands, fathers. People need prayer right now because they're getting the knock at the door. Every military spouse, child dreads. The knock you pray never comes. So 
Keep those families in your prayers, please. And that leads me to, to the people who run this country. I've tried to explain something before. I'm going to try to explain it again because this is something really hard to really digest about where we are as a nation. The people who run this country, and it's not unique to a president or a senator or a, a, a professor or a media mogul or the people who run our institutions, they are so different from you morally. They are, they are so different on the inside. That, and I've used this example before. It's going to sound weird, but I want you to picture if I could dissect you and I could actually look at your soul, right? You're a human being and you have a soul and I could open you up and look at it, right? You with me? If I could do that to you and then I could do that to them, one of the people who run the country, it would look like two different things because these people are different than you on a deeply visceral level. Your moral code, your values, they don't share any of them. If anything, I wouldn't find a soul inside of them. Three U.S. service members just died. This is the press secretary's statement, the press secretary of the United States of America. What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave, of, uh, three folks who are, who are military folks, who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration, of the American people, obviously more so, more importantly, uh, we lost those souls. fighting on behalf of this administration. I need to say something again. And it's really, really important that we understand just how evil and soulless these people are. When you heard three service members died, you probably bowed your head and prayed. Maybe you picked up your phone, texted a buddy, hey, did you see that? Maybe you talked to your husband, your wife about it. But it stirred something in you. It's sad, right? The people who run our, our country, they don't feel any of that. None of it. It's not, it's not in them. It's not in them at all. Everything for these dirty communists, everything is just about power. Getting it, keeping it, rewarding your friends, punishing your enemies, there is no good, bad, sad. There's, there's none of that inside of these people. The, the military? Why, what, how could you give a statement so cold about the military? She made it political. They're serving this administration. How could you do that? Well, again, they don't look at the military like you or I look at the military. To them, the military and everyone in it, they're just playthings. They're just pawns to be used. And they don't want to be inconvenienced by those pawns. They're just pawns. Speaking of don't want to be inconvenienced, do I need to remind you? Do I need to remind you what the President of the United States of America did when he went and met the families of 13 dead troops coming back from Afghanistan? People, this picture is famous and the video of all this stuff is famous, but there's a reason behind this. Sergeant uh, Nicole G, 
who was the, one of the two female Marines who were killed among the 13. She was the one who posted that Instagram post holding the baby saying, I love my job just a few days ago. Why would you do that? You know, Joe Biden, to give him credit, his brain is so rotted out with dementia that he's not good, as good as he used to be at hiding what he really feels. Why would you go meet these families, these grieving families, your daughter, your baby girl, your son, he's laying there in a coffin and you're sitting there checking your watch, got some place to be. Remember, they testified, all of them, that he did it repeatedly. It wasn't a one-off. It was over and over again. Oh my gosh, how much longer? Oh my, why would you do that? Again, if you could open him up and look at his soul, you wouldn't even recognize it as human. Why would he check his watch? Oh, why does he have to be inconvenienced by these dead troops? Dead troops are just something for him to use. He doesn't want to be there. He's bored. It's hot out. I want to go get some ice cream. Again, what's inside of these people, it's nothing like what's inside of you. And, and that brings me to one final point here. There's a state rep in Texas echoing what we are hearing far too often in this country, from the president on down. His name's Gene Wu, but I don't want to single out Gene Wu, who's just a moron. He said this, quote, it's all fun and games, talking about Texas. It's all fun and games until someone eats a drone-fired hellfire missile. This comes on the heels of Joe Biden. Once again, he loves this line. He, he repeats this line a lot. Many Democrats do. Comes on the heels of Joe Biden threatening the American people with airstrikes. I didn't see a whole lot of patriots that are out there walking around making sure that we have these weapons. Well, and if you really want to worry about the government, you need an F-16. These people, why do you think they all talk about this now? Eric Swalwell, oh, you have nukes? We got nukes! Gene Wu, oh, I'll send a Hellfire missile, President of the United States of America. <laughs> you got F-16s? I do. Why has this become a mainstream Democrat talking point? Because they think about it. And behind closed doors, they talk about it. And boy, is that pretty revealing, isn't it? Sit there and digest what it means that now Democrats, top to bottom, behind closed doors, talk about that military sending it after you. All that may have made you uncomfortable. I hope it did, but I am right. We have so much to get to. And speaking of the military, all kinds of senators out there now, Lindsey Graham, John Cornyn, Republican, Democrat, all of them, it's time to invade Iran. Okay, so let's set aside all emotion. Let's talk about the United States military. Are we ready? Globe's going crazy, are we ready? Let's find out. Let's talk to some experts about that next before we talk to them. Let's keep in mind that these soulless people, they're also the ones running the monetary system. They're the ones printing money, spending money. They, do I need to remind you, the most powerful Democrat in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, just recently gave a speech where he bragged to the American people that they didn't have to cut a single penny from the federal budget. He bragged about it. Do you have gold and silver yet? You really need to act as if they're attacking the money. 
because they are. Call Oxford Gold Group and let them get you some financial security that these evil people can't touch. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They'll mail it to your front door. It's easy. It's fully insured. It's not gold bars. You don't need a bank vault. 
Everyone needs some physical gold or silver. They can't do it unless you call them. 833-995-GOLD. Call them, okay? We'll be back. Are we ready for war? A big one? Maybe a two-front war? A small one? What is the status of our military? We love to point towards it, and we love to be proud of it. I'm proud of it. But what is reality? The reality I hear from people on the inside is different than what we want to hear. So we thought it would probably be a good idea to bring in the experts. Heritage Foundation is wonderful. They always do this U.S. military index, a military strength index. Essentially... They look at the military and they say, are we ready? Are we not ready? What's weak? What's strong? Joining me now, Lieutenant Colonel Dakota Wood, Senior Research Fellow, Heritage Foundation, also Marine, Robert Greenway, Director of Center for National Defense, Heritage Foundation, Green Beret. So I think these guys probably know a little bit about what they're talking about. Robert, let's go with you first. What goes into this? What, who's, what are you basing the strength, strengths, weaknesses? What are you basing it off of? all available public information. And for the last 10 years, Dakota and a team here at Heritage with other partners have created a report card that evaluates the operating environment, the threats to our national interests and our military and our partners and allies ability to address and meet those threats. And for the last 10 years, it's been a decade of decline. And we've annotated this exhaustively and comprehensively to show that unless we address and and arrest this trend, that we're not going to be sufficiently capable of addressing the threats, notably from the People's Republic of China, but also Russia, Iran, uh, Venezuela, and others that threaten to spoil and counter our interests. Colonel, as much as it pains me to say having an Air Force is critically important these days, having a good one is very, very important these days, and I could, it, my eyes about popped out of my skull when you called ours, well, our, our state of readiness, very weak. Why? We see all these fancy planes and missiles, and why are we very weak? Yeah, well, our colleague J.B. Venable wrote that uh, section, a career F-16 pilot, an amazing number of hours, knows exactly what he's talking about. He compares flying hours during the Cold War, where the average pilot would be well in excess of 200 hours, maybe even 300 hours a year, and looking at the averages for pilots today, which is fewer than 130 hours. I mean, this is the level of flying that we made fun of the Soviets for during the 1970s and 1980s. The average age of an Air Force fighter is 30 years old. I mean, the planes are older than the pilots flying them. So you don't have enough pilots, you don't have enough aircraft, the aircraft we have are very old, and the pilots who are in those airplanes are flying perhaps half of what they did the last time we went up against a peer competitor on a global scale. So when you look at all those numbers, old planes, not enough people, not enough equipment, and not flying very much at all, we can only conclude that the Air Force is very weak as a warfighting organization. Robert, you, you hear the colonel talk about these things, and it sounds as if we're a poor country. It sounds like we're Yemen trying to get some planes in the sky. Our military budget is staggering. We don't have we don't have the money. We don't have the gas. Why are we not up there more? Well, in Yemen's defense, they have external corporate sponsorship in the form of Iran. But your point's well taken. We are not a poor country. We are not spending a small amount on our defense. <laughs> Uh, but what we are doing is getting less return out of that investment for a number of different reasons. One, inflation is, ex is, is really extracting a lot of our buying power. 
The budget process and continuing resolutions prevents us from making long-term strategic investments. And let's be honest, there's, there's waste within the department on programs and activities that frankly don't yield us a more capable armed forces. And so all things considered, we can make better use of the funding that we have to get a more capable military. And I don't think that surprises anyone. Uh, okay, Colonel, let's go to what is, honestly, this really breaks my heart, but our Navy, I, I love making fun of the Navy, but if you only had to pick one branch probably to secure this nation of ours, it would probably be the Navy if you had to pick one. And they're not doing well either. How's that possible? Well, here you're talking to a Colonel Special Force, I mean, a career Special Forces officer and Robert, myself in the Marine Corps, everybody likes to take shots at the Navy. But, you know, our Navy counterpart, we look at the numbers of ships, almost 600 ships during the Cold War. <laughs> Today's Navy is at 292. We perhaps keep a third of them out, so roughly 90 to 100 of those ships the same level of presence we did during the Cold War with twice the Navy. So the only way you can do that is to work the ships and their crews twice as much as you did in the past. We have maintenance backlogs because our shipyards are anywhere from 150 to 230 years old. You don't have the same parts supply, trained shipyard workers. And a lot of these ships that deploy, it is not uncommon for them to be undermanned by 15%. And the Navy just lowered its recruiting standards to take what are called category four individuals, those that would test in at the lowest level of, uh, of the various uh, qualification exams to join the military service. So it's, it's again, it's a, it's a Navy that's too small. Over half its ships are greater than 20 years old. It's working at ships and crews twice as much as it did in the past and having a really hard time recruiting people to join the service. Robert, can you speak to the service members who were just killed? Obviously, our prayers for their families. A lot of people are confused about the circumstances. Why do we even have people in Jordan? Why are they up by Syria? Why are we being attacked? Who's doing the attacking? What, what's going on? Well, look, you're right. Those of us that serve know all too well the costs associated with it. And so we're all tremendously sympathetic to those that just lost a family member and a loved one, uh, those that are mourning, uh, those that lost, and those that are dealing with a family member uh, that now is wounded and requiring med uh, medical evacuation. But, but look, this was predictable. This was in many ways inevitable. We had experience going into this attack, 150 across the region, just since October. It was only a matter of time. And provided the administration continues to appease Iran and not impose costs on the people responsible for these attacks, it's likely to continue. To your question on why are we there, we are at this garrison uh, and at this life support facility on the Jordanian-Syrian border to do two things. One is to continue the prosecution of the effort against ISIS. The second is we sit astride the major line of communication the Iranians are using to resupply all their surrogates and proxies from Tehran all the way to Beirut, Lebanon. And that threatens Israel and it also threatens the U.S. and all of our partners and allies. Absent that critical position, we would be unable to do so. We're, but either way, if you feel we should stay or go, we have to impose costs on those that just killed our service members and wounded several dozen others. And that price, that cost has to be borne by those responsible. And that's not a militia group in the middle of the desert. That's Iran who provided the training, equipment, the expertise, and the drone in this case. All right, I can't, I can't let either of you go without asking the Colonel about the Marine Corps' rating because I noticed the Marine Corps ain't doing too shabby out there. Why? That's parochial. 
Now, we looked at service focus, right? Uh, so I did say in that section that the Marine Corps is too small. It says it's only a one-war force. I get that. They don't plan to change. But even doing what they intend to do in a very distributed operations environment, you have to expect casualties. You have to put a lot of small teams uh, out in the battle space, and they just need more people. But where they're really strong is an almost completely modernized air arm. They're introducing uh, very advanced modern weapons, whether it's anti-air or anti-ship. Uh, they have focused all of their um, concepts development and testing and evaluation to incorporate drones and other unmanned, unmanned systems. So they're very serious, and they're making very rapid progress in adapting the service to the modern combat environment. I mean, drawing lessons from Ukraine, the Middle East and elsewhere, returning to their sea-based routes. So they seem to be, uh, have a good head of steam heading in the right direction and unafraid to make these changes. Where in the other services, it's one delayed program after another. They're very, very short people and they seem kind of um, uh, unfocused in, in many ways. I mean, the Air Force is spending more on research and development to have capabilities in 2030 than they are on buying modern combat aircraft coming off the assembly line today. So if your pilots aren't flying, you're not getting modern aircraft to replace old stuff, but you're making bets on the future in you know, 2035, you, you know, where are their priorities at? So it had to do with a focus and priorities issue in the Marine Corps. Uh, gentlemen, thank you both. I appreciate you very much. Simplify. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. We're going to talk about our southern border. Look, that's eye-opening stuff when it comes to the military, isn't it? Because it's a source of pride for us. It is for me. If it's rotting out from underneath us, we need to understand. We need to know why. We need to know what's going on. Look, what are we going to do? All right. Before we get to the border, let's do this. Let's get you out of your timeshare. I know you don't want to be there anymore. You want out. I know the annual fees have doubled, special assessments. You probably can't even get in anymore, can you? They're, they're all famous for that. Now, I'm sorry. I call next year. And you want out. Call Lone Star Transfer. I know that you've been lied to. I know they've told you you're not allowed out. Sorry, you have to pay for life. Sorry, I know what they've told you. I've heard this over and over and over and over and over again. Lone Star Transfer will legally and permanently get you out. They guarantee it in writing. They even give you a specific time frame. This is a family business. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau for a reason. They can't help you unless you call them. 844-310-2646. All right? We'll be back. All right, let's have a talk. And might be hard to hear. I think that we all need that a lot, right? I know I personally need it in my own life a lot. I need talks. I need to hear... The truth. The truth is hard to digest. So let's just have it out. All right, the border thing's a big old mess. Supreme Court, the federal government fighting with Texas. Texas putting up more razor wire. This border patrol this and this border patrol that. And it's it's really, really bad. Federal government has opened up the southern border. They have done this on purpose. Remember, they didn't screw it up. It's a central part of the communist plan to to collapse America, flood the country with illegals. This is the Cloward-Piven strategy. It's been around since the 60s. They're just perfecting it now. All right, so they need the border open. Texas needs the border closed. We cannot withstand this without end. All right, so there's a big fight. And now that there's a conflict, kind of, an argument between the federal government and one of the states, a lot of people are talking about civil war this and civil war that. Is there going to be a civil war? 
what is this going to turn into a civil war? I mean, you've got the Texas rights versus federal rights, both sides with guns. And we believe constitutionally we are right. We have a right to defend our citizens. We have a right to defend this country. All right. Civil war. I hear that a lot. Civil war. Is it going to be a civil war? Right. Let's, before we start talking about anything as horrible, unspeakably horrible as a civil war, I feel like we need to dig into something. I feel like we need to dig into the traitors on our own side because we need to get them out. So how do these people get into office? I mean, James Lankford is out there right now trying to negotiate a bill that would allow millions more illegals in before anybody even deports anybody. Again, Senator Naked Kendall, you can put it up again, producer. This is a picture of James Lankford. A lot of people don't realize this is actually what he looks like. But you see, that's Senator Lankford right there. And he's negotiating with Democrats as we speak to amnesty a bunch of illegals and to prevent the United States of America from deporting people until 1.8 million more come in. So it's crazy, right? It's crazy. And he's out there, you know, trying to make up excuses. Oh, it's just because it's an election year. Why people don't like it. It is interesting. Republicans four months ago would not give funding for Ukraine, for Israel, and for our southern border because we demanded changes in policy. So we actually locked arms together and said, we're not going to give you money for this. We want a change in law. And now it's interesting, a few months later, when we're finally getting to the end, they're like, oh, just kidding. I actually don't want a change in law because it's a presidential election year. You know, so how did we end up with a senator like this? There has to be a story behind this, right? And the other senators with him, I mean, the Mitch McConnells and the, and the uh, John Cornyns and the, the Mitt Romneys. How are these guys betraying us all the time? There has to be, have to be some evil powers behind them. Well, we here on I'm Right, we did some digging into this. We wanted to know, how are these people in power? How did we end up on our side with these people who are knifing us in the back? So, look, you remember, you remember James Langford back when St. George Floyd died? You remember when he went to the television set and he started talking about how we needed to give in to the communist demands and start changing the name of military bases? You remember this? We are also seeing now um, efforts to rename military bases across the country. The Senate, Senate Armed Service Committee voted on that uh, this week. We've seen leading voices like General David Petraeus saying it's time to stop having uh, military bases named after Confederate generals like Braxton Bragg. Is it time? I do, actually. I think the right way to be able to do this is to be able to have a study, to be able to look at where the name come from, what, what do we need to have, to be able to take a serious look at it, and then to be able to transition. There are lots of great leaders, military leaders that are around the country, that are modern leaders, uh, that we can continue to be able to honor. Mm. Yeah, now they're removing statues of Thomas Jefferson because Senator Naked Kendall decided to throw blood in the water for the sharks it was never about the Confederacy or anything like that. It was just about destroying America's history. So how does this guy stay in office? Well, like I said, we did some digging into it and we found why. And it's ugly. You ready for this? After that, after he went on television and did all that, he actually had a primary in the, uh, <clears throat> let me check my numbers again. Yeah, very red state of Oklahoma. He had a primary. And in red Oklahoma, James Lankford got... 
50% of the primary vote. Wasn't even close. The GOP primary voter in red Oklahoma, he's not in Maine, he's not in New Hampshire, in red Oklahoma, the GOP primary voter ran to the polls to vote Senator Naked Kendall back into office. Oh, don't think it's just you, Oklahoma. How, how, who is the power behind these men? Why can't we get them out of office? I live in red Texas. They always say that, right? Red Texas. In fact, I see all these Texans out there and they're, come and take it. We've had enough. We're standing up to you. And then John Cornyn's doing Texans wrong. But how is John Cornyn still in office from red Texas? I'm glad you asked. His last primary, I have the results right here. He got 70 6% of the GOP primary voters vote in red Texas. Come and take it. What's that? There's a primary election. Go, John. You see, I can keep going. Should I keep going? I think I will. Mitch McConnell, everyone, because this is all Mitch McConnell's idea. He's the one who told Senator Naked Kendall, go get a border deal going, arrange a border deal. We need to do this amnesty plan. We got to do it before Trump's in office. And you're mad about that, right? I'm mad about that. Gosh, Mitch McConnell sucks. How horrible is that? Oh, well, I found why he's in office. He had a primary too. Just recently, he had a primary too. Let's see. This is 2020. Uh, 82% of the primary vote. You want me to keep going? I can. I'll stop. I could talk about Mitt Romney's primary results in Utah. Tom Tillis, John Thune our most despicable GOP senators come from the reddest states in the United States of America, and they come from those red states because GOP primary voters are lazy and stupid. And I'm sick to death of it. I'm sick to death of the GOP primary voter running to the polls, voting for what's failed time and time again, and then waking up one day and looking at the news and seeing there's an amnesty bill and looking around saying, what? How did this happen? How did it happen? You sat on your butt on primary day. That's how it happened. Or even worse, you ran out to the guy. Oh, I see James Langford on the news. He's awesome, right? Herb Langford again? We'll vote for the R. And we look around wondering, who did this to us? Grab a mirror. That's who did this to us. Like I, I saw, everyone's mad about the Ilhan Omar comments this weekend. Let's, let's talk about this real quick. Oh my gosh, how, how, how can we have somebody in there who's loyal to another country? Well, GOP primary voter has this in common with the people who elected her. They all get exactly what they deserve. I'm tired of the complaining. I'm tired of blaming these useless senators on our side. We deserve representatives like Ilhan Omar. We do. She's an accurate reflection of who we are. We deserve senators like Senator Naked Kendall. We deserve them. We are blessed to live in a country where if we care enough, we can get off our butts and go do something, and we don't. Time and time again, we don't.
And then we look around one day, ah, maybe Trump can save us. Nothing, nobody can save a people who don't care enough to save themselves. Maybe that made you uncomfortable too, but I am right. We have a new announcement, great announcement actually, and we'll give it to you next. All right, we need something. We, we desperately need something. We need somebody to track all the endless corrupt trials that are happening in the United States of America, especially this year, because this year is going to be unlike anything we've seen. It's going to be insane, awful, but insane. And how are we supposed to keep straight on all that? I can't help you. Josh Hammer can, though. My buddy Josh Hammer has a new podcast launching today. It is titled, well, hold on, America on Trial. Uh, is it America on Trial with Josh Hammer? Josh, is it America on Trial with Josh Hammer? Is it just America on Trial? Is my face going to be anywhere on this thing? Tell me about this podcast. Jesse, great to join you as always. Yeah, so really excited to launch this new show today at the first uh, America on Trial. America on Trial with Josh Hammer would be the, the full title, but I think on Apple ah. and Spotify, you can find it just at America on Trial. So we're going to come to you every morning with short, digestible 12 to 15 on the shorter end, 15 to 20 min on the longer end episodes. We're going to go around the horn. That's what we're calling the opening segment, where I'm going to go through all the various trials. We'll go to Alvin Brown. We'll go to Fonnie Willis. We'll go to Jack Smith. We'll go to the Hunter Biden gun and tax charges, you know, Donald Trump, the 14th Amendment ballot access stuff. The civil lawsuit with Tish James, the attorney general in New York. There's just so much stuff. E. Jean Carroll, the defamation lawsuit. It is a lot. There is a lot going on right now, and there really is no one show that is tracking it all for you, that is telling you what you need to pay attention to. And then every day, Jesse, we're going to do a deep dive on an issue of the day. So, for example, on our launch episode today, I did a deep dive on the damages that were awarded just on Friday, Friday afternoon in the E. Jean Carroll defamation case, this outrageous $65 million in punitive damages on top of 18 plus million in compensatory damages, probably outright unconstitutional in, in my view and my understanding of the relevant legal doctrine. So there's really no one doing this show, Jesse, so we're really excited to launch it there. And yeah, go ahead and subscribe right now to America on Trial. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, there is nobody doing the show, and I'm glad you're doing it, because I need to understand these things. In fact... Break down this E. Jean Carroll thing, because look, Josh, there's a thousand stories and scandals every day. All I remember about this woman is she was a nut job to the point the yeah. media stopped having her on. She was very clearly a deranged nut job, accused Trump of some really horrible things, and yet he's got a stroker and $80 million check? Why? So it is confusing. So in 2019, E. Jean Carroll comes forward with allegations that Donald Trump groped her, sexually assaulted her in the dressing room or the back area of a Bergdorf Goodman off Fifth Avenue in New York City 20, 25 years ago or so. And she immediately filed two lawsuits, both civil lawsuits, because the criminal statute, statute limitations on these relevant crimes had long expired. So she, she could only go the civil route. So earlier last year, in the first of the two lawsuits, the jury awarded her $5 million in damages for both defamation and sexual assault. Defamation comes in here because after she came out to the New Yorker, the liberal rag back in 2019, that's who published this story where she was talking about this alleged sexual assault. After that, when Trump was sitting as the acting president, you know, he spouted off on her, said that she's a liar, she's this, she's that. 
you know, Jesse, my quick take on this, and I'm sure you'd agree on this, is, you know, what man would not spout off on a woman who is saying things that he believes to be completely fabricated and false from 25, 30 years ago? You know, I remember watching the Brett Kavanaugh hearing in September 2018 with Christine Blasey Ford when Brett Kavanaugh got up there and he was defiant. He stood up straight in his chair. You know, he didn't literally pound his chest, but that's kind of what it felt like. And he accused the Senate Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee of seeking revenge for the Clintons. And there were some people then in 2018 who said, oh, Brett Kavanaugh is not acting judicial. This is not the comportment we want from a Supreme Court justice. To which I said, nonsense, that is BS. I would never want a man sitting on the Supreme Court who is not going to defend his reputation when it is besmirched and smeared in this fashion. So that's kind of how I feel about Donald Trump too. So in any event, last year, $5 million in defamation. So, But you had this second lawsuit. And this second lawsuit, they finally reached the verdict in, in, or, or the jury reached its verdict in federal court this past Friday. $18.3 million in compensatory damages, which means that that's all she needed to make whole. Not entirely sure how they arrived at that. And then because they were feeling vindictive, they slapped $65 million in punitive damages on top of that highly, highly unusual. That ratio of punitive to compensatory damages of over three to one is probably unconstitutional as well. But Trump's going to appeal it. I think he'll probably be successful on appeal. Okay, let's set that aside. I, I, people can go get all the details from your podcast. Again, podcast is America on Trial. Let's, let's stay in New York for a minute, Josh, and just hit the high points on the Tish James. Letitia James, what's, what's she doing? A lot of people don't realize there are two separate things going on in New York. What's she doing? Well, there's actually three separate things going on in, in New York, if you want to include the Alvin Bragg criminal prosecution. I mean, that was the first yes, yeah. criminal prosecutions out of out of the gate. People have forgotten about this because the Fonnie Wilson case in Georgia and the two federal prosecutions from Jack Smith in Florida and Washington, D.C., are getting all the attention, and properly so. The Alvin Bragg case was panned across the board. Even the liberal commentators on CNN had a very hard time defending it, the Jake Tappers of the world. No one really was trying to defend this this prosecution that Alvin Bragg was bringing there. But anyway, you have that, and you have this E. Jean Carroll case, defamation cases, which are also being held in federal court there in New York. And then in state court, you have the Attorney General of New York, Tish James, who ran just as Alvin Bragg ran for district attorney in Manhattan. Tish James ran on an explicitly get Trump platform, Jesse. She was not hiding the ball. She made very clear that she was running for office in no small part to try to use the power of the state to file litigation to get Donald Trump. And sure enough, that is what she has done. So she has filed a lawsuit against Donald Trump and against the Trump organization essentially alleging that they have run this organization in fraudulent fashion, that they have undervalued their properties in order to get certain tax breaks, that they have misrepresented their holdings to the financial institutions and the banks in order to secure more favorable loans, things of the nature there. And she's seeking $370 million in damages there. You you, You have... a, a, a justice named Justice Ngoron, who is the sitting judge in this case, he, like many of these other judges, is vehemently anti-Trump there. So it, Trump is facing an uphill climb there. It's totally unjust. And it, Jesse, it also should be chilling for anyone who ever wants to start a business in New York State, that the power of the state could be used in this fashion to try to bankrupt your business simply because you don't agree with the way the banks appraised your property. Okay, let's, uh, I'm sorry to stay in New York, but one last thing on this before we move on. I want to get to this Texas Supreme Court dust-up, but the Alvin Bragg trial. Obviously, anyone with a brain understands that Donald Trump is legally in a great deal of trouble for his D.C. trial just because of the jury pool. The judge, the jury pool, he's in a great deal of trouble. 
New York City is not exactly rural Oklahoma. Is he in trouble there? Uh, he probably is, at least because, uh, I mean, for the very simple reason of the jury pool, right? I mean, again, this we're, we're talking here about, about Manhattan. I mean, this is New York County, New York. I mean, this is one of the most liberal counties in the United States. If it was Staten Island, maybe slightly different story. Staten Island actually is the only red county of the five counties that collectively comprise New York City. But in Manhattan and in New York County, you're not going to get a favorable jury pool for Donald Trump to put him mildly there. This case is just so laughably frivolous, Jesse, that I have to think that when it is inevitably appealed, if it does come out against Trump, then a, 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 the appellate court in New York State probably would ultimately rule in Trump's favor there. Obviously, it's very hard to make these predictions without seeing how the trial unfolds there. But the appellate courts in New York State and their state courts tend to be at least a little more legitimate there. You're not dealing with an inherently biased jury pool of that matter. The million dollar question, Jesse, of course, is you know the timeline such that this appeal might happen in New York State or the appeal might happen down in Georgia in the Fonnie Willis case. You know, will Trump be president of the United States by that time? And if he actually is president while he is simultaneously dealing with these state prosecutions in Georgia and New York State, at that point, what happens? Do the prosecutors just drop it? Or, I, you know, it's literally uncharted waters, which, you know, shameless plug. That's why this podcast is needed. Yeah, no, it, it is friggin' needed. Okay, what happened between the Supreme Court and Texas? Because there's a lot of, what's that word, misinformation out there. There's a ton of misinformation. So I read the the order. I, I read the judicial order from the U.S. Supreme Court last week, which, by the way, Jesse, first, it must be said that not just John Roberts, but Amy Coney Barrett, unfortunately, went quite wobbly on this one. This, this is a big case. <laughs> and, and, for, and to put it mildly, and unfortunately, unfortunately, one of Trump's nominees, Amy Coney Barrett, actually voted with the liberals on this one. The, the judicial order basically says that the border patrol, in this case, the border patrol that is, that is working under the Joe Biden administration and Secretary Mayorkas, that they have permission to go down to the Rio Grande, go down to the border and to snip the razor wire that Texas, the Department of Public Safety, the Texas Rangers, Greg Abbott, that all of them have put up. Here is what the judicial order does not say. So it, it, it permits the border patrol agents to go there instead. It does not enjoin, meaning it does not forbid Texas from putting up additional razor wire. So right now, if Texas wanted to put up additional razor wire all along the Rio Grande, they could do so, and they would not be willfully violating the U.S. Supreme Court. Now, again, the Border Patrol, according to this order, can go in and snip down that wire. So what you, what you, what you essentially could come to is a Mexican standoff, pun very much intended, where it's basically a question as to who drops their weapon first. I mean, it, will it be Texas if they're putting up new wire or will it be the border patrol? They're allegedly gonna start stipping wire. Now, the people who are kind of wetting their beds here and are saying, oh my God, this is a constitutional crisis. This is John C. Calhoun and nullification. It's actually none of that. In our constitutional system, Jesse, both the federal government and the states have sovereign power. In fact, the states created the federal government in the first place. They were sovereign entities when they created the federal government, when they ceded limited, limited enumerated powers to that federal government. And as Anthony Scalia wrote quite, quite prolifically in the 2012 case, Arizona versus United States, if the states thought that they would give up sovereignty as a condition of creating the federal government, they never would have created the federal government in the first place. So Texas has every right, every right to keep out this invasion from its border. I sincerely hope that Greg Abbott keeps on doing so. This is not nullification. This is not relitigating the civil war. This is not a constitutional crisis. 
If anything, it is a crisis of sovereignty and it is a crisis of national civics that people fail to understand the virtue and the righteousness with which Greg Abbott is acting. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Go download America on Trial. You want to know where to find Josh's podcast, thefirsttv.com slash podcast. My friend, congratulations. I know it will be a gigantic success. All right. There's a light in the mood I take special joy in. I don't know that you will, but it makes me laugh. You can watch it next. All right, it is time to lighten the mood. And look, let's be honest with you. People hurting themselves, not too badly. You don't want anyone to be injured. Hurt, not injured. People hurting themselves is funny. Slapstick comedy is funny. I grew up, I'd watch the three, the three Stooges all the time hitting each other and slapping. It was just hilarious. I'm sorry, it's funny. And sledding is fun. And people hurting themselves is fun. And sometimes reporters get in the way. And anyway, here it is. I'm rolling. All right, so I've got my trusty stopwatch, and here they come down the hill. It looks like Ruben is in the lead, and here yeah, comes. Oh, jeez. Bad idea. At Riverside Park, Rob Lett. I've got my trusty stopwatch, and here they come down the hill. It looks like Ruben is in the lead, and here yeah, he comes. Oh, jeez. Bad idea. At Riverside Park, Rob Lett. Global News. How about the composure on that guy? He just got wiped out and did a flip. Just laid there on the ground. Hey, this is Bob from KBC. That's amazing. I'll see you tomorrow. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.